Morning. Good morning. Morning. How are you? I'm good. How you doing? I'm good. I like how you took an exact sip of coffee as I took a sip of coffee there, because we can't really see each other, can we? We just can see a camera. Just, yeah, just, we're very <laughs> synchronised anyway. I, I think it's just in our nature to be synchronised. So, yes. I think we've just spent way too much time together, but now apart, but just um, but st through the, still through bonded. the web. <laughs> yes. Um, first of all, first of all, congratulations on day two of sort of unlockdown in France. You know what? I'm almost finding it more difficult and more confusing than lockdown. At least with lockdown, yes. there was rules. It was strict. Mm -hmm. I was mm -hmm. able to abide by certain things. Now I just don't know what to do. Yeah, no, I'm exactly the same. I woke up yesterday and it was pouring with rain. That didn't help. But I was like, I could go and do anything, but I. I don't know what to do. And also, I had this perception of freedom. Do you know what I mean? But then yeah. you go outside into the real world, nothing is open. Everyone is like being freaky with each other with face masks and stuff. And it's like, I almost want to go back to my own little world yeah. and hide. It's really weird. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree, I agree. I think it's like this, I, w I was kind of wary of this when we were coming out of it. I'm like, everybody's going, yeah, we're gonna get out. And I'm like, this is gonna be even harder. It's gonna be even weirder. Yeah. And like, it's that kind of whole social, so social distancing thing especially in france where you're like what do they think we can do how close can we go i've you know what i mean like how close mm. could i think we can go and then you always have that thing where you like in the brief like day that i've had it you have that thing with people where you like when you first see them you have this weird kind of like i don't know it's like yeah, yeah. you know what to do you like do i go no i don't it's, it's 1.5 meters okay okay but they're a friend. Yeah. Do they? Do they not care about that? Do I, you know what I mean? How are you, Ken? Good. How are you, Ken? Good. How's the family, Ken? They are good. Bye. Bye. Stay six feet away. Oh right. Sorry. Stay safe. Stay safe. Thanks for checking in. I have to go. I have a Zoom call. I wish I could get on a plane. That's my. That's honestly the only thing for me. But we'll, we'll talk about travel and climbing daily and stuff a little bit later. But um, we've got some news. Uh, and the news is kind of opening up a bit. Um, IFSC news again, this is sort of a weekly thing at the moment from the IFSC, they're sending uh, regular sort of updates. So yeah. the Asian Championships yeah. uh, and the Oceana, which is the best name for championships ever. I don't know mm. why, Oceana reminds me of Waterworld. You remember that film? Yeah, Kevin Costner classic. A great film, but Oceana is in my head is that. So the, uh, the, uh, the Asian who was, Games- Who was the, the baddie? Who was the baddie in, in Waterworld? Oh God, I have no idea. Dennis Hopper. I have no idea. Dennis Hopper, thank you for that knowledge. <laughs> that was the best film. I wanted, I wanted to be on a boat, honestly. Yeah, that's cool. Um, anyway, so the, the, uh, the Asian Games have been rescheduled to uh, Chiaoman, I know I pronounced that wrong, in China, from December the 10th to the 13th. And the Oceana Championships are now in Sydney from December the 19th to 20th. Now, we, we should sort of take this with a little bit of a pinch of salt because yeah. these are being rescheduled, but currently there is no international travel <laughs> and the athletes can't go near each other. So it's amazing news that the IFSC is looking ahead. I think realistically, it's perhaps optimistic, um, but hey, they've got a plan, they've got a schedule, it's in there. That's something to hold on to, I think. Yeah, I guess they're trying to be as positive as possible. Uh, which mm. is which which is positive in itself uh like i think with all these things we just don't know we don't know what what's going to happen with with travel abroad etc cetera, etc cetera. so i think it's a waiting game still i guess if you're them you're thinking let's just get a date in the diary and let's just like hope for something uh to yeah. to, to to develop and change in in that regard yeah absolutely and there's two there's olympic places uh up for grabs in those events so it is a big one for the sport 
Who, uh, just just for your opinion, who do you think has got a big shout for that? Is that, it, it, like, do we know who's already qualified from those guys? Who's who, who's that open to, do you think? Uh, to be honest with you, I haven't spent a huge amount of time looking into it. Like, Asia, it, it's a tricky one because of that whole Japanese place thing being gone already. So it allows, like, more athletes coming through uh, to potentially get those places because the Japanese places have already been got. Yeah. Uh, and obviously in the Asian games, usually the Japanese athletes are a huge presence. Um, so perhaps that will allow a few more countries in. Uh, Oceania-wise, again, like, the, there's a few names, but it... it it's really hard to look at it and work it out because it really depends on who's allowed to travel, who's going to travel, and also who wants to sort of continue the Olympic cycle. You know, I, I have a feeling that a few athletes are going to get to this point and go, you know what, it's so up in the air, I can't train properly, I'm just, I'm just out. Um, yeah. But who knows, it, it's, it's up in the air, so we'll see. Okay, nice one. Uh, in other news, Babsy Zangel has um, put her confinement training to good use. She has reported on Instagram that she's climbed Unleashed, an 80 plus route, and then Instructor, an 80 plus forward slash 9A route. Um, the latter is a monster 45 meter line, which her partner, Yako Polaka, made the first ascent last year. The both routes are in Vorarlberg, Austria. So they're, they're climbing at their local crag. Um, climbing in Austria is kind of, as we know, has been open for like a kind of couple of weeks. Uh, so it's great to see those guys, all their training paying off. I think those guys were actually supposed to be in um, Yosemite at the moment, but I think mm -hmm. with all the new, obviously with all the new regulations, they can't. But um, having read their Instagram and stuff like that, I think they're very happy just to be climbing, regardless of where yeah. it is. So uh, I think that is the theme, obviously, at the moment is, is climbing at your local crag. Nice. Yep. Uh, I'm lucky them to have. AC slash Ronaldo at their local crag. Very <laughs> good. Crag, exactly. Yeah. Uh, another uh, strong lady who's been crushing is Melissa Laneve. Um, she's just done an 8C plus sport route called Bionic Commando, which is a badass name. Um, it's worth just looking into Melissa a little bit because Melissa was used to be a comp climber. Remember, she won Quiff. 2017. She then sort of backed away from comps a bit, uh, concentrated more outside. Uh, although she is actually route setting for international competitions now, one of the few women route setters to do that, so that's pretty badass. Um, but the exciting thing with Melissa is she's done a bunch of 8C pluses already, so potentially we could be seeing 9A from Melissa, especially considering this lockdown training cycle she seems to be in, so exciting times for her. She was definitely in a cycle of training uh, beforehand, I think, as well. Definitely, like whenever you looked at her Instagram, she was doing some other kind of crazy, like workout kind of routine type thing. So I think yeah. she, her 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 head is now definitely like it's in pushing her grade, I think, as hard as she possibly can. So uh, you, one would hope that the nine A is imminent for sure. Uh, speaking of nine A, Yerne Kruder has been on a sending mission. Yes at his local area near Selji in uh, Slovenia. Uh, he's been ticking pro projects left, right and centre, first ascent some of them, um, and 11 routes of 8A or harder have gone down in the last couple of days, and most impressively, a 9A first ascent of Pescena Una, a line he bolted last year. I think at the moment you're seeing a bit of a story that I managed to grab from his Instagram last yesterday, uh, of of a of a of an attempt on that route, but he has made the first ascent of it. So, and it looks like super hardcore, like body tensioning type of route, like legs high, one side, 
all the way to legs high the other side. Yeah, it looks it looks pretty cool. So good to see him uh, ticking some more routes. Uh, I think like in the aftermath of him, I think I'm I'm not sure, but I, I have the I'm the opinion that he's going to concentrate more and more on outdoor. Uh, you know, mm. as he as he gets older. I mean, he's not older. He's not old, but like as he kind of gets more mature, he's obviously digging the outdoor more and more. Like even before when we saw him like just training outdoors to go indoors kind of thing. I feel like he's going to be become more of an outdoor climber like over, over the next kind of couple of years. Yeah, no, I think you're right. And also, I love the fact that in my head, every time he's done a hard ascent, he's definitely cracking a beer. And therefore, that makes me one of his, that makes him one of my favourites. I mean, <laughs> if that's the case, he's probably like had 11 beers by the time he's got his 9A. <laughs> I've, I've seen him drink 11 beers. The man can do it. Uh, he's on it. <laughs> Uh, a lady who I've never heard of here called Martina Demel. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, like some people in lockdown sort of train. Some people eat a lot of cake. That's that's me. Um, she, she's yeah, come out right. of lockdown and done her. <laughs> yeah, right, man. You don't eat cake. <laughs> I I have eaten some cake. It's uh, anyway. But um, she has come out of lockdown and done four of her first eight C routes, which four. is pretty insane. Four. four. Yeah, she's eighteen. Wow. Uh, she's climbed them all in the Franken Jura, including what is particularly special is uh, an ascent of Roof Warrior, which is a notoriously hard 8C, and she did it second go, which is bonkers. No um, of course, the rules in Germany are a bit different. They've been climbing for a while, uh, with obviously with strict social distancing rules. Um, but with this lady, I looked at her Instagram, and it seems to imply that she only started climbing in 2017, which is crazy. <laughs> crazy. So... I don't want to make predictions, but she's she's definitely on the 9B counter. I'm just saying it there. Uh, Martina, definitely, 100% guaranteed. Where, where's she from? She's, she's German. She must be German, um, right? I, no, she's not. So her boyfriend lives in uh, Erlanger. God, I uh, really okay. stalked this woman. Uh, so she kind of went there for the lockdown. I, I don't exactly, I don't actually know where she's from. She spends a lot of time in Spain, but I think she's kind of floating a little bit at the moment. So I don't we know. Just, yeah, okay. <laughs> Basically, she's got a floating, no floating nationality. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's a floating crusher. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, right next up we've got Julia Fisser, who is uh, an Austrian. She's on the Austrian climbing team. Um, she has used lockdown in in a very similar way. She's got very strong and she's climbed her first 8C, which is called the Schwarzer Schwan. Uh, it's an odd style uh, Austria and she sent it on her fifth session. Nice one, Julia. Wow. Looking forward nice to hearing one, more from Julia. you. Uh, one more lady we've got to talk about, which is Angie Eiter. Uh, ladies are crushing it right now, aren't they're, they? They're killing it, lads. Step it up. Come on, boys. LL, um, LL Angie... confinement. <laughs> ladies lock confinement. Oh, Angie, uh, the, the way ladies lock up confinement. No, you know how well LL Cool J was LL Cool You know what LL stand for? LL Cool J is hot as hell. No. Ladies love. I did not know that. Is that what LL Cool J stands for? Yeah, ladies love Cool J. Battle anybody, I don't care, you so LL confinement would be ladies love confinement. Uh, wow! Because how, they how can do train you get so to hard. The status. Obviously. Oh, obviously. How do you get to be an LL? Can you just call yourself? Can I just start calling myself LL Matt, or does it not work like that? <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I'm pretty sure you didn't get like a, a diploma or anything like that. LL Cool J. I was walking down the street one day and I said, I want a cool name. My name is Ladies Love. Ladies Love Cool James or something like that. I'm gonna start signing my name LL and see how it catches on. I mean, I think there's a there's a I mean, there's already an LL in the climbing photography world, so you're kind of fighting with him. That is true. Mr. Liam Lonsdale. 
he's a natural LL. You can't really compete with that, to be honest. I think you're fighting a losing God, battle, Matt. True. I think you need to start something wow. else, like uh, Mr. This, Groomy. This conversation's taken a depressing turn. Thanks for that. All <laughs> um, right, Angie Eiter, as I was saying, she's the only woman to climb 9B, and she's just finished her project, and I will butcher this, so apologies, Germans out there. Schnatzinleifer. Uh, Schatzin, Schatzin, yeah, you, you butchered that. Selaf, after, Schatzin I mean, after. It sounds like it's somewhere in Russia. It's in Austria, actually. <laughs> um, so she bolted this line. It took her four months of bolting and working it. It's 40 meters long, got three distinct cruxes uh, and hard stacked moves throughout. But what is interesting here is she hasn't yet committed herself to the grade. So her quote says, it's not my hardest route, but belongs amongst the hardest routes I've climbed. Repetitions are needed to reach a consensus. Now, if it's not the hardest route, it's not 9B, but it's amongst the hardest, I reckon it's 9A+, which means she could be 9A+, counter, which is exciting news. Nice. We need to do, when we get back, we need to do like a whole, or do we? There's probably not that much to do, but yeah. There was that 9B slab and maybe this one, Yeah, but that's yeah. about it. That's exciting. She is... Yeah. Impressive. Yeah, uh, she likes my photos on Instagram as well, and I genuinely feel like uh, that makes me feel very special. Honestly, <laughs> whenever her face comes up, I'm like, oh my god, like she's <laughs> such a legend. I'd, I've never met her. I'd love to meet her. Definitely not. So, bot, thank is you, it? Angie. No, definitely not. They don't exist. Definitely not. No, no, no. <laughs> there was a while where somebody I can't remember who it was was like commenting on all our all our pictures. Um, uh, Ted, Ted, I think he was called. Or something. No, it's not. It was a natural climber, and I was always wondering if, if uh, it was a bot. I think it might be Melissa <laughs> Lenev. Uh, and maybe she's just being really sweet and like commenting on all her photos. But then part of me was like, has she paid a bot? <laughs> and, do you know what I mean? I mean, yeah, I do know what you mean. I do know what you mean. But I think yeah, maybe there are she, programs. Like, if Melissa, if you're watching, I think I I believe it was you. Uh, the bot thing was just like an intrusive thought in my head that I tried right. to push away, but you know. But it, it, it was there. <laughs> Awkward. That's news, isn't it? That's that done. is news. What should we talk about do, now? Do should wanna, we talk about uh, outdoor climbing? Shop on, out, oh, yeah. Okay, so. Now, let's do shops. Let's okay. do shops because it kind of ties in. Shop stuff. Let's do touch. Okay. So, so basically, like, um, the shop stuff we've got on at the moment, we have basically done a massive restock of bouldering stuff because mm -hmm. we are aware now that you're able to go climbing but and I'm going to jump ahead to like one of the, um, in France anyway, one of the, the regulations of climbing outside is that you have to have your own kit, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. um, we've basically got a, like a massive restock of kind of bouldering stuff. Uh, so I don't know, I don't, I'm trying to say this without being too salesy, <laughs> but basically you need to get your own kit if you want to go climbing outside. And so now's, <laughs> the now's a good time to buy. So yeah, I'm sorry, it's a right. plug. It's a shameless plug. But we've that got a really good thing. restock of, of bouldering stuff at the Epic TV at the shop. So if, if yeah. you need stuff, and you probably do if you want to go bouldering outside, go and check out the Epic TV shop. Shut up and take my money. There we go. That was very good. Seamless link. Yeah. Seamless. Yeah. Um, have, you, have you got your own bouldering pad? I haven't got my own bouldering pad. We there do you go. Quite, get we, on the Epic TV shop. I know, I know, I know. That's it. I'm going to have to get one. I'm going to have to get a bouldering pad. I'm going to get... <laughs> Uh, mag uh, magnesium chalk. This is all stuff that we're going to talk about. Maybe we should have done the talking outside first. I'm sorry. I just wanted to get the shop stuff in, but now I feel bad and weird and guilty. And can you forgive me? I think I, I can forgive you. I think I'm you've done all right. You. I think it's a link. Uh, <laughs> I think. <laughs> <laughs> the viewers, can very you good, forgive very me? Very good. Very good. 
Um, okay, well let's talk about let's talk about going out climbing outside because we've we've been doing a bit of reading, haven't we? Yeah, I've, I've I've been doing a little bit. It's it's a weird one because um, there are sort of <laughs> there are guidelines and rules, and then there's grey areas, right? Um, and it's different for every country, obviously. Uh, like the UK, the stuff is going to come out tomorrow, so the day of this show. Uh, yeah. France has been released sort of the last couple of days. We know places like Germany have very, very different rules. So it's hard. I don't think we can really give an overall opinion on the world's climbing because it is very different per country and sometimes per yeah. region. Uh, in France, we are allowed to go out, but you've been reading a lot about the rules and multi-pitches are gone. Yeah, multi-pitches aren't allowed at the moment you're allowed to go sport climbing and bouldering sport climbing you're very much encouraged to go in a couple so just not in like big kind of groups kind of thing with bouldering you're allowed to do bouldering but they don't always do high balls basically which require a whole bunch of people to be under you to spot you you kind of need to be doing like lower boulders where possibly just one person can spot you um they also want you to have your own equipment so that you're not kind of sharing and touching other people's equipment I know that that is hard to do, but they just want to minimise the amount, I guess, that you are touching other people's kind of quick draws and ropes and stuff like that. Um, obviously, if you're a belayer, you're going to be touching the other person's rope, um, but you're encouraged after every belay and after every climb to have a hand sanitizer there with you and to, to use that. You're also encouraged to use magnesium uh, liquid chalk, which, ha which contains quite a lot of alcohol. It's not seen as a replacement for hand sanitizer because um, you, to, in order to kill the coronavirus or whatever is within the, your hands, you need a certain percentage of kind of like alcohol within the hand sanitizer. And nobody really, really knows what's the percentage of like alcohol in um, liquid chalk because they don't like publish it. They don't make it kind of public really. There's sort of a few weird rules of people being like, oh, you should really take down quick draws bef bef between ascents. So if you're both working a route, for example, they're trying to make you take down quick draws. And this is where I mean by grey area, because yeah. th the rules have come in, right? But it, it, in the same way as like whenever we go to a supermarket, we touch loads of stuff that loads of people have touched. You know what I mean? It's like, it's not a great idea. We might be doing it. And I think some of these climbing rules are sort of put in knowing the reality is that there is going to be some contact. And I think from what yeah. I picked up on it is it's got to be like, you've got to think about who you're climbing with a little bit. Yeah. And I think you were very right with the couple thing. I think if you're lucky enough to be spending a lot of time with someone who is also a climber, I would stick to that group. Um, but generally just keep the groups small yeah. um, and avoid busy crags like you know, if, if you go to Stanage in the UK on a, on a busy day and it's full of people, we're going to see a sort of a wave two of this virus, I think. So I think it's up to us to really sort of take a, a moral, a strong moral standpoint, regardless of like the rules and just go, you know what? I won't go climbing with 10 of my mates at this crag. I won't work the same 6A warm up that everyone's doing. You know, find different ways, be creative, take a hangboard, for example, avoid those warm up routes. I think yeah. there's there's got to be a bit, and I know common sense is tricky because obviously how do you put a rule on common sense? But I think it has to kick in at this point because they've, the guidelines are there and now it's up to us to go, all right, sensibly, how do we follow these guidelines and what do we and what don't we do to, to maintain no wave two, if yeah. that makes sense. <clears throat> totally. And I, I think definitely like um, there, there's a temptation to kind of be like, like to really get into the details of like what has you know the rules that have kind of been made and stuff like that and 
um, I, 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 like, like you said, I think it's like taking those rules and applying them with your own common sense is, is super important. And, and again, at the end of the day, it's taking responsibility. It's like we don't want to go back into confinement, but we, can, we no. want to be able to climb. So there has to be a kind of like uh, an ability on our part to, 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 to try and work with the rules and actually just take respons responsibility and like just be as kind of like careful as we can be without like obviously it being a ridiculous like uh, situation where, you, where, where you're going climbing where it's like it takes ages to do anything kind of thing. But there needs to yeah. be like certain things in your head which are applied by your own common sense which allow everybody to climb as many people as possible to climb without it without us going back into uh, you know into into another kind of um peak of 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 catching corona yeah Disease. Uh, um, I, I i reckon this is a pretty good place just to quickly sort of touch on climbing daily because obviously we're a daily climbing show uh, and our bread and butter for a long time has been events we travel you know a huge amount a year that that is simply not going to be able to happen for the foreseeable future which is no bad thing i see it as a sort of an exciting development we're gonna to have to work out how to put climbing daily shows out um and, and we're very much feeling our way with this one as we go you know rules are coming out every day of course, we're planning to put out daily shows as much as humanly possible. Every now and again, we might have to back up just so we don't you know, run out of shows because it is going to be a bit of a logistical balance with this one. Um, but we've got a whole list of shows planned. We've got stuff coming out. And I just wanted to shamelessly shout out people to support us at this point because we'd love to get that subscriber over 200,000. We're working really hard to give you guys climbing content. So please carry on watching the videos, carry on commenting, carry on subscribing, do all those things um, because we're still here and we're very much still wanting to bring you daily shows. I'm gonna take the more aggressive route and say, if you haven't subscribed, <laughs> subscribe now and like the video. Wow. Because if not, we are gonna go absolutely crazy. Uh, right. I thought you were about to say bust and we we're about to all lose our jobs there. That was a scary moment. Uh, no, no, not, not, not quite that bad. But um, yes, right. please <laughs> do subscribe. Uh, otherwise, I will, Matt will get angry. And when Matt gets angry, it doesn't, yeah. it, it's not pretty. Um, it's not pretty at all. So he rips his shirt off and he starts flexing yeah. his muscles. It's just not, it's not pretty. <laughs> I can smash you. I can smash you. <laughs> so please subscribe. Thanks. Please help us get to 200,000. Uh, and also, I tell you what, why don't you just let us know what you'd like to see in the show? Because mm. um, I think, like, obviously, competitions are kind of not going to be are going to be out. Um, I think it's going to be more like you know, looking like how tos, tips, uh, cli yeah. like climbing outdoors. Would you like to see me and Matt go climbing as a couple? I mean, we pretty much are a couple. Let's just you know, let's become mm -hmm. a climbing an official climbing couple. We could make it official, Matt. <laughs> That's good. I, I think that you, we should have some kind of like uh, like half carabiner on a necklace that when we touch the carabiner together, it seals into a one, and that's how you know that's your climbing partner. And then we're just like that for the rest of eternity, just like stuck by our necks, yeah. by a chain around our necks. Yeah. <laughs> we had some ideas about kind of going like like exploring the local crags that we've got around in, in Chamonix, and kind of just giving you guys a bit of a kind of taste of what that's like at the same time as watching me and Matt struggle up some up some routes as well. So. That yes. could kind of happen. A little tour of what we got around in, in our locality. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, like let us know what you think. Yeah. Let us know what you'd like to see. And uh, if it is Matt getting his top off, then mm. then don't subscribe, and he'll get angry and take his top off. <laughs>
There we go. Words of wisdom. Thank you, Hugo. Um, you've got uh, you've got Mijas to talk about, uh, specifically uh, Mr. Matt Phillips. Uh, specifically, Mr. Matt Phillips. So last Friday, we premiered um, a film called One of a Kind, which tells the story of Matthew Phillips, who is a two-time world champion paraclimber. Uh, it tells the story of him, his his rise to uh, to becoming world champion, and also his kind of relationship with his mentor and climbing coach, Robin O'Leary. Here is a little clip. We went up there and from looking to push the grade, it's very much about finding that, that project that works. The ultra classic of Emerald Lake, I think it's like called one of the best V5s in, in America. So the first session I had in the kind, it was the second day, it was the second day we'd been in America. So I did the first few moves up to this big, uh, this big reach out right to a good sloper, and I was really struggling with this move. I just couldn't get like the, the force to swing myself round. I was getting really frustrated. I tried it a load of times when I should have let other people go on it. It stayed with me most of the trip. Yeah, I was like, I, I want to do it. I need to do it. I need to do it to make this trip basically. And then we went up, went back up there yesterday, and it was like the only thing I wanted. To do. It was the reason we went back up there basically was to do that. Awesome film, beautifully shot, of course. And Matt Phillips is an Epic TV athlete now, right? He's one yeah. of us. Absolutely, very good point. I missed that. Yes, he's an Epic TV athlete as of uh, beginning of this year, and he is an amazing athlete. I am hmm. overly impressed by what he can do, but I'm overly impressed by the fact that he's an 18-year-old guy and he comes on like Instagram Live and can very clearly, concisely express himself talking. When I was 18, I couldn't... I can't. I mumbled quite a lot. I was like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Kevin. What? But he's he's very mature. He is. He is, and he's lovely, and he's so freaking strong. Like yeah. honestly, is ah outrageous. Um, yeah. Okay. Is that me, Juz? Me, Juz. Done. There is uh, this week. We are releasing uh, Seb Bois. Um It is the next. Uh, vintage Rock Tour episode. Episode two is in Verdun. Awesome. It is beautiful. Verdun, act two. Stay tuned because on Thursday, around about six o'clock, uh, CET is going to go live. So it is, and I've watched it. It's so good, and it like talks about the history of Verdun. It's super good, Matt. You're going to love it. Awesome! Can't wait to see. It. I haven't seen it yet, so I'm very excited. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, you're going to love it. it like Seb Bois is is the man. He's he's a dude. Yeah, he is a dude. Love that guy. Uh, cool. Well, thank you very much. Lockdown no continues. Um, and well, it doesn't. Will, but we are. We're, out. we're kind of out. Yeah, well, we're filming on Real Rock tomorrow, which I'm very exciting. excited by. Very exciting. Mm. Um, Sweet. Cool. All right, well, good to chat. All right, man. Oh, you too. I, I just shot you with my finger. Uh, oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I will see you soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs>